is there a science behind being more likable? Is there a way to turn up your charisma in an authentic way? Listen, y'all, research shows that charisma isn't always something that you're born with, and practicing a few simple techniques can help you be more likable and just might, maybe, make your brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. When you Google charisma, you get that, well, it's a noun, and it is, quote, a compelling attractiveness or charm that can inspire devotion in others. But that doesn't sound like something that you can learn, right? Wrong. We're going to dig into some tips and techniques to help you be more charismatic here in just a second. But if you haven't done so yet, I want to invite you over to our community over on Discord. We got some happy brain listeners who are talking all things mental health and leveling up in the life. All you got to do is go to tlbc.co forward slash community to access that. Now, today we have on my friend, Sean Block, who is a corporate trainer, facilitator, and storyteller focused on mental wellness. His podcast, Soul Tears, shares his guests' emotional aha moments in life that we can all learn from. Make sure you connect with him at Sean Steve Block over on Instagram that is linked in the show notes. Charisma. When I first brought that up to you, I sent you an email the other day and said, we're going to be talking about charisma. Were you like, why? What does this have to do with mental health? Like, what what are your thoughts initially? I thought, you know, charisma is like somebody that's really good looking, has a strong presence, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. dominates the stage, you know, that type of thing. That's what I kind of felt when I was like, what does that have to do with? I was thinking maybe confidence, maybe some of it. Yeah. Uh, That's kind of what my initial thoughts were. Totally. But I learned some things about charisma, Sean, that really surprised me. Number one, that we can learn how to be more charismatic. In fact, there's a book called The Charisma Myth, where the author says that, quote, charisma is simply the result of learned behaviors, learned behaviors. All the research that I did, it seemed like it comes down really to two things, being likable and having some sense of power. So mixing likability and also a sense of power is overall what I got gathered makes somebody charismatic. There was a study in 2018 that narrowed it down. They called it, can you, what is that word? Affability? Affability. Affability. (laughs) Influence and affability, which is pretty much the same thing, like ability mixed with power. What were you going to say about that? No, I I was just going to say, I just had this thought that came into my mind. I don't know if if we're going to talk about it too, but I remember, and this is not a political show, but there was a politician who was so famous for making you feel like you're the only person in the entire world when they talk to them. It's like it encompassed the whole world. It's like everything stopped. And I have a friend uh, who does that. And and he does really well. And he's a very quiet, he's not a big talker or whatever, but he makes you feel so good. I was wondering if that has anything mm-hmm. to do with what we're talking about today. Yeah, actually, uh, that's what I was going to bring up was the potential problem that I saw with it is being likable and having a sense of power. There's a lot of confidence in that. And a lot of times we can think, well, I just don't have that. I'm not confident. I feel bad about myself. I struggle with mental health stuff, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I was wrong. We were about to dig into in just a second. Just because you may struggle with confidence issues, just because you may struggle with certain mental health issues does not mean that you cannot learn to be charismatic. And I'm going to prove that 
here in just a second. But here are the action steps that I dug into. First of all, understand you don't, you can't fake it. Um, you says in Helpline.com that forcing yourself to fake it in situations that are inherently stressful probably won't make you more likable. You'll be setting yourself up to be perceived as inauthentic. Jeff Hayden on LinkedIn says, quote, you do have to be incredibly genuine to be extremely charismatic. So I can't be fake, Sean. You know, we always hear about that debate. Oh, fake it till you make it right. And especially I always say that too, for mental health, like sometimes you have to fake it to get by and make it. But maybe when you're, you're faking it, you're just not at your most authentic, most charismatic, maybe. Exactly. Exactly. Um, All right. So we have some action steps here, as we promised, to help you be more charismatic. What's the first one we got, Sean? You can't see this on screen, but I am (laughs) smiling. Smile more. We hear that so many often. I mean, this smile probably encompasses a million best things that you can do, being more charismatic, being happier, et cetera. Yeah. And, you know, to to the fake point, um, I know there is research. I I didn't look it up, but sometimes like your body doesn't know when you're really smiling or fake smiling. So, I mean, even just the act of smiling, I know we just said not to be fake, but your body will respond to that. I think it's muscle memory or something. (laughs) So smile, it's a practice. It's something you have to get used to doing. And you smile with your eyes. That generally means that you're like in a full smile mode, you know, like it's not just a mouth thing. It's a whole face thing, (laughs) which kind of leads us into the next action step, Heather, which is look people in their eyes. Mm -hmm. I think that's what we related to just a second ago. We were talking about making you feel the person you're talking to, making them feel like the most important person in the world, looking in their eyes because studies show it can make you, it can rate you more. People think you're more attractive, more competent, more likable just by looking them in the eyes. Okay, That's a good tip for a lot of different reasons. I love it. That's what Brian, like always, you know, we always talk about like who we think is attractive and who we don't like, there's such a presence vibe to people. Like, yeah, looks are one thing, but dude, when you have like that, exactly what you're talking about, you're smiling, you look people in the eyes, you have like this charisma, like that's just as important sometimes as looks, you know what I'm saying? It's a vibe laugh, vibe laugh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, (laughs) no. And then action step, keep your hands in view and use them to help you speak. Well, I sometimes go crazy when I speak. I point, I do a lot of things like that, very animated. But here it says action. We got to practice keeping our hands in view. Maybe that makes people feel more comfortable or, you know, like they're not looking around where, you know, what are you doing? That's interesting. Own your oddities. Now I'm going to give this one to you, Heather, because, (laughs) you know, you always talk about, you know, sometimes you're odd. Well, yeah. you, not sometimes you're always odd, right? I'm always odd. I'm always so, odd. Yeah. How does it, how do you own your oddities? Is it just make, is it just making you feel like you're not going to fight it? Your oddities are a connection point because, you know, there's a lot of assumptions sometimes people have, you know, like I could look at you and assume XYZ and you could look at me and assume XYZ just simply based off the way we're dressed, the way that we look. But I think whenever you kind of reveal and show some of your little quirks and that you're confident in it, it gives people permission to be their own selves and just, you know, disarms, dismantles all the preconceptions they might have of you. Because I know a lot of times people sometimes look at me and think, I've gotten this feedback before that um, maybe I'm a little bit more stern or intense or whatever. But then when they kind of start talking to me and actually spending time with me, they realize like I have a lot of insecurities, I'm quirky, I'm weird. And um, yeah, I just, uh, and again, it comes with that confidence bit. Like if you can really own it, because I think there's a difference between having your oddities and being ashamed of them and having your oddities and like leaning into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. We're all a little bit odd in different ways, right? For sure, for sure. Embrace vulnerability. Oh, we hear this in the personal development space. We don't really need to get into it, but that is just sharing. When you share, people share. 
It's mm-hmm. that simple for me, right? Yeah. Listen wholeheartedly. Again, I think we're getting to a theme here. Pay attention to the person you're talking to and right. listen to them and don't think about the next thing you're going to you're going to talk about. And there was a professor at Claremont McKenna College who basically said, focus on what the other person is saying and reflect back what you are hearing rather than focusing on what you want to say. I think that sums it up. Yeah. You'll learn from uh, Dale Carnegie's book, uh, Winning Friends, How to Win Friends, Influence People. He talks a lot about you know saying somebody's name over and over again. So Sean, that's so great. Uh, People like to be acknowledged. Finding mutuality. So where what can you relate on? Um, again, that human connection point. I thought this one was interesting. I, I found this. I believe this was on uh, Inc.com, all linked up in the show notes. But start showing more expressions in your face. Uh, <laughs> that was interesting. Back to the charisma myth. Olivia Fox Cabane, the author, says, quote, When someone has spoken, see if you can let your facial expression react first. Showing, showing that you just absorb what they've said and giving their brilliant statement the consideration it deserves. Only then, after about two seconds, do you answer. And so her suggestion was the sequence right here. It's four steps, okay? So they finish their sentence, your face absorbs, your face reacts, and then and only then you answer. And she says this only takes, you know, again, two seconds. But I think, again, it's that acknowledgement to your point earlier, Sean, when you said, uh, listen wholeheartedly, that you actually heard what they said. And this leads us to our final point and is going to put Heather in her place and her wrong assumptions that I had earlier about charisma. Is charisma is really about shining the spotlight on others. Okay. Artofmanliness.com says, when you think of charisma, you might think of trying to make yourself seem super awesome to others. But the paradox secret of charisma, it's not about trumping your good qualities, but making the other person feel good about him or herself, end quote. And so that is the end point that I wanted to share today, Sean, that, you know, kind of blew my mind when starting to research charisma is you think, oh, I have to be incredibly confident and I have to assert my power and my attractiveness. And I pretty much need to be something that I don't always necessarily feel like I am. And that's not really it. It's the art of learning how to really uplift other people and listen and tune into them. And I think a cool byproduct of that is in turn that will affect our own mental health and that will help us be maybe more, not only charismatic and make more friends, but maybe see ourselves in a new light when other people start enjoying being around us a little more. So it's really interesting. It's, I think I have to be confident in order to be charismatic, but, you know, really learning how to draw people in through paying attention to them makes me more charismatic, which will help my confidence. Yeah. And it sounds like we're saying too, if you make somebody else feel confident, it comes right back to you. That's it, y'all. So listen, whether it is moving past what people think, with the Scare Squad, reigniting your imagination and finding time for play or paying attention to other people, lifting them up so you can be more charismatic. We just hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy.